it does take time, you know, anywhere from could be 12 months to 24 months before we can really get a good snapshot or a good understanding as what this portfolio is going to be really doing for us. You know, grin and bear it, unfortunately, during some of those bad times and just trust the, the portfolio that it'll work for you long term. It's time to retire with confidence. Welcome to Unlocking Your Financial Future with financial advisor Ben Schrock. Glad to have you on Unlocking Your Financial Future. I am Ben George. He is Ben Schrock, the owner and financial advisor of BA Schrock Financial Group. And today we're going through the financial commandments. We're going to lay it out to you. Going to give you four or five, I guess, five commandments we can go through. They're not, this isn't everything that you need to kind of follow with financial planning and managing your portfolio, but these are five great guidelines and things that you need to follow. I think this is kind of a good starting point for the conversation. So that's what we'll go through today on the podcast. Ben, how's it going? I'm doing well. It's uh, as we're talking and recording this, the Browns are five and two, so this is <laughs> uncharted territory for us when we have a, a winning record this big. So we're we're happy as heck up here. Yeah, recording this in late October, and then we also had Ohio State kickoff last weekend too. We so. did. Yeah, it's 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 football season here, and we we love it as the weather turns. You know, for the worse, it gives us something to do on Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah, I'm glad to see you guys back in action up there. It's been good, and yeah, the Browns have been an interesting story this year. They've been been playing pretty well so hopefully by the time this episode comes out they're still in good shape this might <laughs> this might sound crazy when this comes out but who knows yeah we may have to record an, another one in between and, and change that real quick <laughs> to cut out this intro yeah all together but but yeah so this is what we're going to go through today is financial commandments i'm looking forward to this conversation we're going to kind of go through like basically five commandments that are worth kind of being written down and in, in, on a stone tablet right of your financial plan or your retirement plan things that you know we really kind of preach to people or ben preaches to people as clients you know, day in day out you know some kind of things to kind of really strictly follow and know that it's going to really help you out in the long run. But remember, you can get this conversation and all of our podcasts online at bashrock-fg.com. I would recommend you visit the website, check us out there, but also while you're there, you can learn more about Ben's lock process, what they use over at BHRock to help you retire with confidence. It's all broken down there as well. And, you know, with everything going on with the election and all that too, there's a lot of great resources on taxes, social security, all this stuff too on the website as well. So if you're looking for updates, that is the place to get it. So let's jump into our main conversation today and talk about the financial commandments. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read off the commandments and let you explain why they are important and how you use them with your clients. So let's start off with our first one. Thou shalt not compare your investments to the stock market without proper context. Yeah, so I, I think this one really sticks in when we look at you know it, the way that information travels today. We get all this information from our cell phone. I think everyone that has a smartphone or you know an iPhone like I have, um, you have a stocks app, so you can immediately pop that up, see what the S and P, the Dow, NAS, and any other stocks that you pick are doing at the you know exact moment in time. So when we see that the information traveling that quickly, we have you know great context as to what the markets are doing now. The other side of that is we don't really have a fair comparison or we really cannot compare apples to apples how someone is invested. It's very hard to be invested identically to the S&P 500. Um, you could buy like an index fund or uh, you know a passive fund like that that will mirror that uh, very closely, but you can never invest identically to that. And so when we look at it and say, okay, well, the S&P 500 is up you know, 10% um, you know, quarter to date or whatever, I'm, I'm just throwing out random numbers here. Uh, but whatever percentage it's up and you look at your portfolio and you're negative or you're only up 2%, we have to take a look at that and say, well, why is that the case? You know, is, are we invested all in bonds? Are we invested, you know, uh, somewhere else in, in, in different type of companies in the S&P 500? So 
we have to look at to the, to that extent of as to why uh, our portfolio is moving in one way and the S and P five hundred is doing it the other way. And I think a really interesting point here too, Ben, is is with the most recent correction or you know market you know crash if you want to call it that um, due to COVID, we were down about thirty five percent in the S and P five hundred, and we saw that bounce back really quick. Yet we see a lot of our our clients' portfolios even or prospective clients' portfolios that have not yet recovered. And they look at it and say, well, why is that the case? Because the S&P's back up or, you know, we've bounced all the way back and, and touched historical highs again. Why am I not back? And it's interesting when we dissect the actual S&P 500 and look at the concentration of that index, there are a total of five companies that make up almost 25% of the, the index performance or the concentration of that index. Hmm. And those are your big tech companies, the Microsoft, Apple, um, Amazon, Google, and Facebook. So that's a big indicator to me as why. Okay, these companies, these tech companies took off right after that and made up some serious ground, thus forcing the S&P 500 to touch historical highs. So it's kind of like the old adage is, as tech company goes, so does this index. So it's not really a true comparison, if that makes sense, if we're looking at apples to apples. That makes sense. And I guess that's also kind of your job as an advisor to help make sure your clients are clear on what they're invested in. And that's kind of part of the process, understanding, you know, are they conservative or aggressive and, and, and knowing that, hey, it's not going to match what the stock market does necessarily. It's going to match what you need it to do. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So number two on our commandments, thou shalt not give up before giving your strategy enough time to play out. Yeah, that's a great one because, you know, just like anything, it takes time. You know, it's it's not uh, a get-rich-quick scheme to jump in the market and expect to, you know, double, triple your money overnight. You know, it takes time, especially when it comes to the retirement planning aspect of what we're doing and, and really revolving around the distribution phase of our client's life cycle, which we're going to talk about in a, a later uh, podcast episode. But um, it does take time for, those, for you to be fully invested. It takes time for Keith, uh, our chief investment officer, to trade that portfolio into the right, you know, uh, investments or individual equities that he may or may not be buying over a period of time to get in at a good entry point and then let those dividends start to work for you a little bit. Because if we're in that distribution phase and we've talked about this on previous episodes, we love, you know, dividends. We love that the way that they can supplement income in retirement and they can become a huge piece of a, of a client's portfolio. So it does take time, you know, anywhere from could be 12 months to 24 months before we can really get a good snapshot or a good understanding as what this portfolio is going to be really doing for us. So we do have to take that time, you know, grin and bear it, unfortunately, during some of those bad times and just trust the, the process and trust the portfolio that it'll work for you long term. Yeah. Retirement planning really is all about long time frames, right? I mean, there's, is there much that you even do that's on a short time frame? I mean, everything you're looking way out to the future typically, right? Honestly, yeah. I mean, when, when people have that or bring that, because we get those I, those questions all the time. What about this stock or that stock? Or, you know, I want to jump in here and something that's very speculative. I'll say, you know what? We, that's not us. <laughs> we yeah. don't, you know, we don't do that. We're, we are long-term, you know, you're, you're hiring us to build a plan for you. That's, you know, can give you great security over your lifetime um, and, and predictability over your lifetime. And that might be 30, 40 plus years. So we got to stretch this thing out for a long, long time. And so we better um, invest it appropriately and give it the time, the necessary time, because like you just mentioned, we're not retiring over two years. You know, we're going to spend a long time in retirement um, and live a long life. So we have to make sure that this portfolio lasts as long as you do. Absolutely. All right. Talking about investments, here's another good one to, to follow and live by. Thou shalt not chase big returns too late in life. Yeah, because like, like anything, you know, with, with big returns, you have to take big risks. So when we're at that 
final you know couple years leading into retirement or in our retired years we don't necessarily have that earning power that we had when we were working so we don't have that time to recover um, if we take that big risk to chase that big return so you know if you're in your 30s 40s and you might be working for another 20 or 30 years sure you got plenty of time if you took took a chance on something and it, and if it hits great if it doesn't okay you, you you clean up and and you you know keep investing and you know double down on a couple of other different investments and try to recover from that so uh, but when we're so much later on in life and we're so close to that end goal of retirement, a big swing like that, 20, 30, 40%, it could be very detrimental uh, when it comes to the timing aspect and needing that um, investment to yield you some sort of income in retirement. Do most people understand that when they come in to meet you that, hey, now that I'm into retirement or getting close, I need to scale back and be more conservative? Or do you have people that are still like, hey, I really want to chase some big returns and be pretty aggressive here? Yeah. I, I You know, I think it's a it's a pretty good mix. But for the most part, sometimes, honestly, Ben, we have people that want to get too conservative on the on the extreme end ah, to okay. say, because I do know I'm retiring. I don't want any risk. And then we explain to them, you know, it, there's good risk that we can take uh, within a portfolio. As long as it's delivering on that end goal, risk is okay. And then it's also our job to bring that um, into perspective for them to say, this is how much risk you're taking, kind of set the stage for them so that what they can understand what their portfolio may or may not do in a, in a volatile market. So as long as we set the stage and say, this is where we expect your portfolio to be over a you know six to 12 month time frame. And when it's down in those you know, you know down percentages or, or down a little bit, they're not, they don't get too jumpy, but um, you know, it's it just all, all on us setting that expectation up front. Well, as your clients or as investors are trying to make sure they have the right returns. They also have to make sure they're really getting the most out of those returns. And to do that, they need to follow along with number four here, this fourth commandment, thou shalt not ignore cost and fees. Yeah. And it's and like you said, it's not um, thou shalt not pay fees, right? Because we wouldn't have a business. <laughs> um, but no, it's uh, something to where people have to understand it. There, there's costs associated with everything you do in in, war, in this world. So um, whether they're working with a firm like us or they're buying a, a you know a fund or a mutual fund with someone else or even investing in their own 401ks, there are fees associated with investing. And the, the fact of the matter is, like you said, thou shalt not ignore those. So we have to acknowledge what those are. And it's oftentimes where we are meeting with a, a prospective client. We encourage them to see, you know, multiple advisors, multiple firms, see what their costs are and what are they doing for, for their associated costs or fees um, for their firm and, and compare us against them and bring that back to us and let us have a conversation and justify why we're worth a certain percentage um, and, and fully embrace that because there's nothing that we try to hide. We're very transparent on terms of how we make a living and, and how our firm charges. So it's something that we don't want clients to ignore and we want them to be uh, aware of that on the front end because it could ultimately cut into those gains, right? So if we're up, you know, 5% and someone's charging you three, well, you know, you're netting two and you're not really keeping pace with inflation. So it's definitely something that's important to understand how that works and how we're compensated. Absolutely. All right. Our last one, we'll close it out with here. I like this one. It's very important, especially I think everybody in 2020 is kind of realizing it as well, but thou shalt not overlook the importance of rebalancing and diversifying. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and there's two things there. I mean, diversification is truly the, the, the main way that we can um, limit those big swings within the market. Now, again, we're not going to, there's no way to, to fully jump out or, or avoid them at all costs, but you're going to be exposed to them. But when we're properly diversified, if one company or one sector, maybe like in the most recent one, the, the travel industry or the oil and gas uh, sectors took a big beating, if we're not fully exposed over there, we're okay because we have diversification and we might be invested in the tech sector or some other good performers during that time. 
So um, staying properly diversified is always good. And then the rebalancing portion of that is something where, um, especially like within 401ks, you can do that uh, quarterly or automatically. But basically what happens is sometimes when we see big swings, whether they're up or down, your portfolio tends to fall out of weight. So your diversification tends to fall off schedule. So you, you might be fully diversified from the start, but then the market fluctuates and swings and you're still putting money into the market at different entry points. Um, you might have too much exposure in one of those sectors and we have to rebalance that, take some gains or take some, even potentially some losses in there and take those and allocate them into a different sector so we, that we do have that proper diversification, if that makes sense. It does. And, and when you work with clients, do you do that automatically or do you actually, you know, obviously run stuff by them and talk about it or do you have it set up to where, okay, hey, we know if we get to this point, you know, if you have this much in, in one company or one stock or equity or whatever it is, we'll go ahead and move that money around for you. Yeah. Good question. I mean that, and that's what Keith does here in office on our, on our uh, house managed portfolios is that what, that's what he'll do is he'll go in when he sees that and he'll um, sell off some gains or, or wherever he can to, to rebalance that. And it's not something to where it's done, you know, set on a monthly date or wherever it's wherever we see the opportunity present itself or we see that, that it's necessary um, to do it at that time. So it just lets, we let the market kind of dictate um, as to when it makes the most sense to do that. Gotcha. All right. Well, these are the financial commandments we wanted to hand out today on on unlocking your financial future. And again, this isn't everything that you need to base your planning around, but these are five key points as you go through planning. You need to follow these uh, these commandments and really stick to them to really have the success you want to have. But this is something that Ben and, and B.A. Schrock Financial Group work with their clients on. So you, know, you don't have to do it all on your own. That's the key. You can do this through pro- proper planning and set yourself up for retirement. And a lot of this, you, know, you need proper planning in order to be successful with this. You need somebody to help you out through that process. And that's what they do. So you can find them online, bashrock-fg.com. That's the website. And you can call directly as well, 330 473 one zero six zero. And I know there's, we can go on with many more commandments, Ben, but I think this is a kind of a great starting point for people to be following in terms of just basic tips and guidelines to follow on, on the road to retirement. And uh, again, I, I thank you for walking us through each one of these. Yeah, you bet. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc. and A.E. Wealth Management, LLC. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management and A.E. Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. BA Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. It is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice to designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation.